Hello and welcome to the Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast. I am your host, Janessa A. Henderson, and I'm so glad you decided to join us today as we tackle our new episode. Can't get my words out. Tongue tied. Uh, As we tackle our new episode, Real Love, I'm Searching for Real Love. Now, if you don't know, I'm a music lover. So, uh, Mary J, when she came up with this song, you know, it was just befitting for this particular episode because what we're going to talk about. But yeah, and when I when I um, was thinking and praying on like this episode, I was like, what can the title be? You know, what should the title be? And it was like, this is it. So I was like singing the song in my head, like real love. I was singing it in my head, but you know, anyway, I'm not a singer, but okay, let's get into what we're going to talk about today. So I read a post that said, um, black women, um, when was the last time you received healthy love, healthy from a black man? And so I posed this question onto our Collect Your Life Incorporated, um, Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. Um, and we were able to get a whole lot of responses from different varying people. Of course, their names and everything won't be disclosed, but just um, looking at all the answers. And I opened it up for men as well to show uh, when was the last time you received healthy love from a black woman? Like, it's not just women, you know. Um, so when I was looking at the results, um, from our poll or question, you would say, um, the majority of women were saying, and men were saying that they received love from like a maternal or paternal figure. So like a father or a mother or grandmother or grandfather or something like that. It wasn't from a partner. A lot of the people have been married, um and everything so it was alarming to me that that's where it came from um and for my own self um my last time receiving healthy love was from my father and I have been married before so um when we truly define what healthy love is we have to go to the guide uh, of life which is the only guide that is guiding us and that's the bible so um when i go to the bible and i look at what love is because it tells me that god is love so i look at the attributes of god and then i also look at the scripture what it says about love so uh we look at first corinthians 13 and 4 which is the scripture that everybody likes to quote um but do they really really dig into it okay so it says love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking it is not easily angered Hmm. it keeps no record of wrongs Hmm. love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth it always protects always trusts always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So when you skip down to the last part of the, last part of the chapter, it says, and now 
These three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. So love is the key thing here, okay? So it's telling us what love is and how love should be. It's giving you a blue, it's it's giving you it's the blueprint, it, the, the print is there. There's no, this is the, this is the manual, okay, of how to live. So it's telling you what love should be. Um, and so when you think about love, not even just on a, um, not even just in a relationship, intimate partner type relationship, but when you just think of love, period, this is what should come to mind. Like if somebody says they love you, if they are not following these, then they don't. I had to go even check myself when I was studying this like a couple years ago or even a year, just even a year ago. And, and anytime I say I love somebody, I had to go back and be like, wait, do I really? Do I, re do I really love them how, how I'm supposed to? And I say, I, I guess you could say something all day, but your actions got to line up and you got to be aligned with what it says. If you are easily angry, if you keep it, keep in, well, she did that to me. You holding a grudge, baby, that's not love. If you still holding on to unforgiveness from 12 years ago, you need to check your heart, check your, check yourself. But anyway, because I don't want to get into a tangent because I will. So when I was thinking, reflecting on the question that was posed that black women, when was the last time you received healthy love? I was like, well, according to the definition of love that's in the Bible, which is the guide of life, then it would be my father. I'm a daddy's girl. And y'all should know this if you've been a listener for, you know, even even for a couple of seasons or whatever. Uh, you know that I'm a daddy's girl, was a daddy's girl, that that was my guy, okay? And before my dad passed, it, yeah, before my dad passed, I could, I wouldn't say I could get anything, but I probably could get anything from him. Um, I was his baby girl, um, you know, besides my daughter, because she kind of took my place, which is okay, because that was his granddaughter. But basically, I could get anything from my daddy. Like, growing up, it was like, all I had to do was like, daddy. And it was, you know, instant. But when I went back and looked at this, and I was like, wait, my daddy was the healthy example of love for me. Like, he gave that to me as a father. And I appreciate it because not everybody is able to experience that with their father. And so, but then when I was looking at my past relationships, I was like, well, that was it. Like when I'm truly examining the relationship and was it love or was it lust or was it control or was it conditional love? What, what, what love was it? Because when we look at healthy love, in my definition, healthy love is what it says in the Bible, period. It ain't nothing more. It ain't nothing less. When you sugarcoat them, we ain't adding nothing to it. We ain't taking nothing away. It's what it says in the Bible. If it's not what it says in the Bible about love, then to me, it's not healthy love because we got a blueprint. We have the, the manual of life, the manual of living telling us this is what love is.
So, therefore, if it's not what it says in the word of God, which by which we should live and move and have our being, then it is not healthy love in my eyes. And people may argue that with me. That's great. That's, that's your opinion. But as for me, healthy love is what it says in the word. That love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. That self-seeking right there will get you every time. Anyway, it is not easily angered. Mm, it does not. It keeps no uh, record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always, per always perseveres. Love never fails. Never fails. It doesn't matter what, what, what it, there, there's nothing, no other definition, there's no other definition somebody can try to conjure up and try to present to me, but that, but because that's what love is to me. That's what healthy love is. And so when I thought about it in my past relationships, I was like, well, I'll be. I was finna say I'll be John Brown. But like, yeah, I was like, what is this? That'll show my countryness. Anyway, but I was, I was really like, well, dang. You right, Lord. Like the Lord like revealed it. It was like, okay. And I was like, so what did I have? I don't even know what I had. Like, to be honest, like I haven't even it. To be honest, just not even looking at the past, not even trying to uh, go into detail, but it's just it was it wasn't the love from from First Corinthians thirteen, <laughs> okay? It wasn't it, it wasn't the love that's in the Bible. It wasn't a healthy love, okay? And so I was like, okay, my dad was the last the last person to love me in a healthy way like my dad loved me like christ of the church which is what it also says in the word you know so i was just like okay and then i'm looking at the comments of in the poll of the post and the results of the post because i had a good it was a good amount of people who gave their input you know um and most of the men and women said their father now, there were some who said they received it um, from their husbands. And I was like, okay, one day God, you know, I was like, thank you so much. She was, it was like a, a couple of ladies who was like, they've been married for years and they've received it from their husbands. That is awesome. That is the goal. That, I mean, not, not even trying to be like somebody else. Uh, because in this generation, we always call somebody goals. We's like, oh, that's goals. Oh, that's that. I'm not trying to say you should pattern yourself after another's life. You should pattern yourself with the Holy Spirit and God leads you. That's period. But what I'm saying is when a woman or a man, because there were men who said their wives uh, for the healthy love. So when a woman or man is able to say that they received healthy love from their spouse that is that's a good marriage that's a marriage that's doing well that's thriving that's healthy 
That's what, if you aspire to be married, if you believe you're supposed to be married, that's you would, I would believe you would want a healthy marriage and not a toxic one. You would want a healthy marriage and not someone that's dying. So when that was said, um, I'm not saying that that's goals like, oh my God, we got to be like that person. No, you be what God has called you and your spouse or whoever to be. But what I'm saying is the goal is to have when this is like, so say this is asked to me a few years from now or whatever, whenever I do get married, I will hope to say it's my spouse and not still say my, my, my dad, you know, like that is what you want is healthy love. Okay. So then there were, um, also a couple that never received healthy love. And that was disheartening to me because it was like, dang, um, they haven't received that yet. And I pray and my hope and prayer is that eventually you will be able to receive healthy love. Um, and love, and hopefully they are able to receive it from friends and family. Because, again, this definition of love goes for everything. It's not just for platonic relationships. It's not just for, you know, intimate relationships, intimate partner relationships. It's for you and your children. This is what love is with your children. So with your children, with your um, co-workers, how you're supposed to walk in love, like it says in the word. This is the love that you're supposed to walk in. So that being said, hopefully everyone receives healthy love or this definition of love, that love is patient, love is kind. It is not envy. It is not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. That goes back to our offense episode. Anyway, Love does not delight in evil and rejoices with the truth. It always protects it, always trusts it, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. This is what we should be walking in, period. And hopefully everyone will receive healthy love um, in this manner. Even if it's not, it hasn't been from a intimate partner relationship yet, you know, that you receive it from your mother, your father, your uh, sister, your brother, your friend, someone. But it was really disheartening to me. It's like, okay, so is it that, like, it was disheartening. Like, even myself having received it from a male uh, that I've been interested in or even was married to uh, for whatever, how many years. And, you know, people have been in a relationship with, I hadn't received healthy love. And so for me, I was like, okay, so what is this saying about our generation? What is this saying about how our generation views love? Because if we go back to the basics, the Bible, we go back to the blueprint, this is how it's supposed to be. So therefore, why is there such a disconnect with what healthy love is? And so I started to think and pray on, okay, what what could this be? Could it be that we are um, driven by our emotions and our desires instead of grounding ourselves in this word and this is what love is? Or are we just this not even love, it's lust? 
we over here worried about the person body. We're over here worried about, you know, what they have on and what they can do for you instead of making sure it's real love. And my my hope for my own self and everyone is that we experience real love. Like in on earth, you know, from from a spouse or a partner. But even if we never get it from a spouse, a partner, a friend, a sibling, the one who created the universe, who created us, who allows breath to continue to breathe in our body, God provides this love for us always. Always. It, it never fails. He's always around us. His love never fails. He's always with us. He's a loving God. He loves us. His love is felt daily. If we don't feel it from anybody else, his love is there with us daily. So, um, I was like, okay, so what? How? How? How is it? So many people haven't haven't even experienced it. And the question is still, you know, left to be remained. And I really believe it's just how, um. Our generation, our the mind is this this generation that we're living in, or this world we're living in, or this society we're living in. Is if if it's not flashy and this, if it's not this and that, you know, then it's not you know love. And another thing with real love, you have to make sure you're in tune with that person's love languages. What's that person's love language? Do you know? Because in past relationships. They didn't know mine and didn't, didn't care. Ghetto. The ghetto, okay? When I say, if they don't know your love language, why are y'all, why, why are we together? If they don't know what your, what, what makes your heart, what makes you continue to grow in love? Because just because when, like when a person says I do, you know, let's just say the ultimate thing, you know, is to get married or whatever for a person. If the person says I do, the work doesn't stop just because y'all said I do. Just because, oh, you 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 said I do in front of people and you said some vows. The work starts there. So if you're married and you're not adhering to that person's love language, you might want to check yourself. You might want to go reevaluate and make sure you know what your partner's love language is. Because for the marriage to grow, there has to be a continuing growing. And as you are evolving and growing and getting older and progressing in life, you're changing. So that partner has to learn and keep up with the changes. That partner has to make sure they're adhering to your love languages. So... If you don't know the person love language, then what what is we doing? What why are we here? Like I mean, it's it makes no sense. If their love is support and acts of service, and you're not trying to help or you're not trying to be of service, why why? You having them bogged down? Why? Why? Why are we here? What is the purpose of our of our being here? You know, if um, quality time is one of their love languages and you 
rather spend time with your friends than your spouse or your partner or whoever, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever. There's no, that, that, that is, this is why you have to be in tune with that person. And a lot of times the physical stuff can be put on hold because that can cloud a lot of judgment. And that's also a reason, a factor in why I believe that maybe, you know, a lot of people haven't received healthy love because they jump into the physical. In my belief, you know, I feel like that, 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 the physical attraction, of course, I feel like that should be there. But you got to build a love, you got to build a relationship on trust, love, and that love is not, not sensual. Like, yes, that's the physical attraction to a person is important, but you got to build a bond with them. And that starts with friendship. Just simply loving them, like it says in 1 Corinthians 13. It's really, it's really, it's really simple. So when I think about, okay, and then I, and I'm not negating like other races because I did it, it, you know, the post did say black women, you know, black men, but it's because so many in our community haven't received that. And so maybe they have to go outside of a race and there's nothing wrong with interracial marriage. There's nothing wrong with interracial relationships. I'm not saying that. So I, I hope nobody's thinking that that's not what I'm saying, but the, the question comes to mind is why is it not received? It should be received easily, period, you know? And um, it it is my hope and my prayer that everyone receives healthy love from some, some, some woman or man, you know, whether you're a man or woman, you know, what, um, if you're a man, hopefully you receive it from a woman, you know, you receive your healthy love, all that, you know, I hope everyone is able to experience it. And I hope I'm able to experience it, even myself. And I believe I will at some point. But as of right now, it was my daddy. And like, if I could pattern anything, like my dad loved me and my brother, like Christ loved the church. Like, and that's what a husband is supposed to love his wife as. And even if at some point you don't feel the love, just know that God is love. So you have that love surrounding you always. That's one for sure. And remember that healthy love, true healthy love is defined right here in 1 Corinthians 13. That's what healthy love is. If you need a definition of it, there it is. That's it. It ain't nothing added to it. Don't take nothing away. That's, that's it. It's, it's, it's correct. That's it. So I hope this episode helped you. I hope it was able to help you think, um, about what healthy love is of, of what real love is, you know, and I'm searching for a real love and I know it's coming, but I know while I'm searching or maybe, you know, knowing that it's coming to me, the real love is already here. God. So, I'm content with that.
So I hope you're content as well. Thank you.